living longer and staying healthier. It's Healthy Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Ashwagandha has thyroid boosting properties. Why is that important to me? And why do I want to share this information with you? Because I think conventional medicine does a pretty poor job at treating thyroid conditions, specifically low thyroid, what we call hypothyroidism. The main, um, the main labs that the conventional doctors look at really don't give you a complete picture. So they're not making correct diagnoses, and then and then when they do put patients uh, on thyroid medication, it's usually a synthetic form of the thyroid hormone. It's um, called Synthroid, and it has all kinds of problems. It doesn't actually really help to relieve symptoms, and it just goes on and on. And so I, I've always I've always felt we could do a better job at not just diagnosing, but ultimately treating low thyroid conditions and. And at this point, it's, our only options really are to look at um, compounded thyroid prescriptions where it's uh, bioidentical thyroid hormones, usually from like a pig, for instance, or, you know, plant extracts. Uh, and we're learning more and more that certain plants, um, you know, um, can, can help thyroid production, like the classic is seaweed because of the iodine content. Uh, so, but, but I always, when I, when I see that there's another plant extract or, or any um, natural medicine extract that has uh, some thyroid boosting properties, I really like to look at that because um, a lot of people really suffer with subclinical hypothyroidism, um, undertreated hypothyroidism, and they just don't feel good and it's not right. And so let's talk about ashwagandha and, and some of the current research showing that it may actually help if you have low thyroid conditions. Uh, just as a quick review, ashwagandha, uh, it's classic Ayurvedic herb. Uh, Ayurvedic medicine, of course, is holistic, whole body medicine. It's pretty much, I think you, you might consider it the oldest holistic, whole body healing system. Uh, it's been, I mean, thousands of years in India. Um, and it is currently practiced uh, by a few practitioners here in the United States or in the West. It's based on the belief that health and wellness depend on a delicate balance between mind, body, and spirit. Many of you are very, many of my listeners are familiar with Ayurvedic medicine, and ashwagandha is a huge herb <laughs> in that practice system, healing system. Um, in Sanskrit, ashwagandha means the smell of of a horse, indicating that the herb imparts the, the vigor and strength of a stallion. And it's been traditionally prescribed to help people strengthen their immune system after an illness and also people dealing with stress because ashwagandha falls under the categorization of herbs as an adaptogen. And these are herbs like the ginsengs, um, the rhodiolas, ashwagandha. These are herbs that have compounds that help to they don't necessarily lower cortisol, the stress hormone levels, although there's some research saying that they might, but they really just kind of modulate the the ent entire stress hormone response system. It's not just cortisol. So when you take an adaptogenic herb like ashwagandha, you do feel better because it's just balancing that whole adrenal stress system, and that's why they are very popular today in the United States. Um 
Most people use ashwagandha, again, stress, fatigue, lack of energy, difficult concentrating. Um, I think if you, you know, the, one of my colleagues uh, last year, who is one of the physician health advisors at Life Extension, did a PubMed search uh, for ash- ashwagandha and found, oh, don't quote me on this, but it was like 200, 300 you know, peer-reviewed, really nice studies um, published in, in really good journals throughout the past, like, five years. So ashwagandha is getting a lot of attention, a lot of research, bo- both laboratory research and clinical research. Um, and, and out of those 200 studies, my colleague found things like it protects the immune system. Obviously, as we mentioned, combats stress and improves healing and learning and memory and reduces anxiety, and it goes on and on. But let's bring this back to the thyroid. And it's interesting kind of how we how this was discovered. Now, we've we we've known for a long time that out of all of the adaptogenic herbs, um, ashwagandha and rhodiola, they they're probably the best for helping with fatigue. As a matter of fact, rhodiola is so good that it can actually overexcite some people. So I don't usually start with rhodiola. Um, usually, and, and I actually like to start with ashwagandha because it will give you energy, but it doesn't overdo it. So we've known that we've known that at least a couple of adaptogenic herbs can improve um, energy levels. So it's so it so the interesting question is: Well, since people with low thyroid, since they have low energy, is this is there a connection here with these adaptogenic herbs? So that's that's kind of where a lot of the research looking at ashwagandha as a, as a a potential plant based extract, an herbal extract that might help with low thyroid. Now. That's how we were approaching it in natural medicine. The interesting part of this is the conventional doctors were interested in ashwagandha and thyroid disease for a different reason. There was one case study about maybe two years ago, and the the, the doctors that wrote up this case study, they had a patient who was taking pretty high doses of ashwagandha, and they went into kind of a hyperthyroidism, what we call thyroid toxicosis type, you know, presentation. And so they wrote up this thing. It got it got published. I think it was the American Journal, American Heart Journal. I, I don't remember exactly which one, but it gets published, and and it's one person. And now everybody thinks ashwagandha uh, increases too much thyroid and it's something that no one should take <laughs> so that so on one hand th- those of us in natural medicine we see that when people take correct doses of ashwagandha and they do it right they actually feel better they actually have more energy maybe that could help thyroid the conventional doctors get one case study and in someone who's way overdoing it with ashwagandha and um, based on that they're like no it's bad for your thyroid don't take it so but irregardless um, it, it actually was the researchers who had the idea that ashwagandha is bad for the thyroid that did a study. So they took this um, – now, they didn't have enough money to do an ashwagandha thyroid study all by itself. The studies are expensive. So what they did is they were already doing a trial um, looking at ashwagandha and the effects um, in bipolar patients – in like memory and and cognition and stuff like that. So they thought, well, maybe we can just do a quick little sidearm. Let's identify people in this already established study who have thyroid issues, and let's see if ashwagandha actually helps 
uh, those those patients. So in this study, which was only 60, they found a total of 10 patients that had thyroid issues. Um, and so they made sure those 10, so this is kind of where it moves out a little bit of the randomized part of this, but they used, they made sure those 10, um, were, were on the ashwagandha, were in that ashwagandha arm. And what they found was pretty nice. One of the ashwagandha treated patients who had subclinical hypothyroidism at baseline, totally normalized. Three of the ashwagandha uh, treated patients experienced increases in T4, which is the main hormone made by, uh, made by the thyroid gland. Um, 7% increase in one, 12% increase in another, 24% increase in a third. Uh, why all of the um, patients who um, were actually in the study without thyroid issues, some of them actually got worse, it lower thyroid numbers. Um, so they're not really sure how that happened, but... So here you had one patient improving with subclinical hypothyroidism, three improving T4 levels, and it was all because of the ashwagandha. So the, the, the study authors concluded that, well, maybe ashwagandha maybe is actually good for the thyroid, especially in the context of low subclinical hypothyroidism. If you want to learn more about this, check it out at lifeextension.com slash thyroid. But it makes sense that adaptogen like ashwagandha would help the thyroid hormone. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.